Yeah, it's working. All right, welcome in for this East. Okay, you just talked over my introduction. <laughs> welcome in for this East Welcome, Life welcome episode in. 25. Everyone. All right, at 25. Here we are today on uh, Wednesday. It's it's the middle of the week. It's hump day squeaks. Does that mean anything to you? It sure does. It means you can uh, grab some popcorn and a little bit of beer and uh, get to record this podcast like we always do every Wednesday, right? What about uh, Jim Beam? Is that crossing the line? <laughs> That's uh, Let's just say if you're uh, taking out a Jim Beam on a Wednesday, you uh, might have to reflect a little bit. Uh, that yeah. might be crossing. Maybe I just have too much free time. Maybe I have too much free time. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix that. You know, with, with more things like this, you know, recording the podcast, you know, maybe we can select some things to put in this free time, you know? Have some responsibilities. Okay, wow. All right, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I didn't move out so that I could keep talking to my parents, okay? <laughs> this is... I'm, uh, aren't you like vaping decisions. or something right now, by the I'm way? Like, exactly. I'm an adult and I vape. <laughs> okay. An adult, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't count, yeah. though. You're not an adult if you're vaping bubblegum juice or whatever. Weren't you, weren't you vaping once and then you ran from the cops because you thought <laughs> you were going to get in trouble? <laughs> the vape Houdini. <laughs> Do you have a story? I do. Fuck, man. Why do you, <laughs> are you egging me on? You're like totally exposed. Uh, well, I didn't come through with the ad hominem attacks, okay? Okay, relax. All right, fine. I have a, I Okay, so let's just say when uh, I was cool, you know, I was wearing my hat backwards, wearing Vans and Converse, and, um, you know, Cool Squeaks thought it would be cool to get, like, blue e-cigarettes, B-L-U, because it looks like I'm smoking a cigar, like a cigarette, but it's a vape, so I'm I'm very conscious of my health. <laughs> it's like the vegan smoking, you know what I mean? No, it's, like it's the- actually the light up <laughs> shoes of smoking because it actually <laughs> it lights up. <laughs> it looks like the back of a pen, you know, the cheap ones that you steal from the the dentist office. Yes, and the back just lights up blue. <laughs> yeah, very cool, very adult. Let's just say uh, I got into a little bit of trouble and. Uh, you know, I had to run away from the cops successfully. So. Oh yeah, did you? You had one van on and one uh, Converse <laughs> yeah. on. And you just started running. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, I was very, very cool. It's, it's more of a statement piece, you know. It's it's high fashion. I don't expect you to get it, but keep 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 it up, you know. Well, last I checked, you bought one of my low fashion sweaters. So okay, <laughs> I think I've got you here. Damn it! It's very comfortable, by the way. Yeah, do you have any do you have any good words about it uh, that you want to to express right now on this non-sponsored podcast? <laughs> yeah, I went to store.boxer.gg, tried out this hoodie. Uh I get no commission from it. And uh you want an honest review? <laughs> I didn't really need to. And Nathan could edit that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> edit that out, Nathan, and uh so it's very comfortable. You know, and it's one of those things that you look online, it may not seem very comfortable, but then you wear it and you're like, "Oh, fuck, it's like Wait, the Uggs." <laughs> It's like this great product photos. <laughs> I, okay, listen, it's very beautiful looking. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like when you look at a hoodie online, you're really taking a gamble if you don't touch it, right? Because some hoodies have that weird wooly material. But let me just tell you, the one on store.boxer.gg, that is soft as fuck, man. It's like I'm wearing a big Ugg. A big Ugg, and you know what that feels like. I sure do. And I'm damn proud of my man Ugg days. I, I don't regret it. Don't make me seem like I regret my old decisions. No, I'm fine. I mean, the only, 
The only thing that someone might regret is eating pizza made out of cauliflower. <laughs> Apart from that, I don't see anything that you shouldn't be proud of. Yeah, okay, relax, okay? At least I don't vape bubblegum. Right, so. You don't even know what it is. It's a wall, Canadian walnut. It's a it's a, it's a creamy, like nutty flavor. Okay, oh, this sounds. This is taking another turn. I didn't. Want to I didn't say anything, that. bro. I mean, I'm glad you love your nut flavor, but um, let's just uh, go ahead. Right I can have my. Before we vegan. started, right no, before I... we started, Sweeks asked me what kind of vape do I have because he wanted to buy one because he said he used to vape. Wrong. <laughs> I did use to vape, but I don't think I can vape. And no, I didn't. Hold up. <laughs> this is not a conversation that happened. I'm just trying to like, you know, listen, Launders and I have a pre-show chat. And in order to relate to him, I'm like, hey, you know, what's up, my dog? I used to vape as well. <laughs> I can just hear when you say that. It's spelled D-A-W-G for it some reason. Very I... cute. Am I right, boys? <laughs> oh, man. So we're doing this podcast on Wednesday because I'm actually taking a secret trip to L.A. I bought the ticket. Yeah, well, and this podcast is going to come out, I'm guessing, on like a Monday. So the It'll trip come out on Monday. Okay, so then you're done with the trip by the time the listeners are hearing this. And let me, exactly. for all the audience out there, I, I want to give some context about how I found out, okay? I'm sitting in okay. the toilet at work, okay? I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going to go home. That's play. where he hides. <laughs> it's true. It's where I, you know, I, I got to fuck around. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, on the toilet and I'm thinking I'm going to go home, play some Black Mesa, stream a little bit. And then fucking Launders has the audacity to say, hey, by the way, can we record today? And then here, okay, here I, I very am. gracefully asked you and gave you an option as to what day. Yeah, you said you today or tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't. That's not bad. I OK, I bought the ticket yesterday. You know, like I had to Don't, make ends okay, meet. I get that. All right. No, good and for had, you. Hey, you're the one who you're so dedicated. I, I remember saying I was going to Poland. You're like, I'm. You're willing to wake up at at like uh, in the middle of the night to record a podcast. That's how dedicated he is to you guys. Can you believe this? Yeah, it's seriously at Squeaks15 on Twitter. I am so dedicated, yeah. dude. I would die for this podcast. Okay. okay. Can Launder say right. the same? I'm buying a plane ticket to what visit your friend or whatever the fuck. You know. You want to hear about my trip? Yeah, let's it's hear. Gonna it. be great. Okay, so the reason I haven't can't tell anybody about it is just uh, because I'm going to go surprise Zorin, who's a, what, like I used to work with her at Yahoo. And me, Zorin, and, and uh, Luke and Taylor have like a little click. Like we always hang out together and stuff. And uh, I'm going to go down there. Uh, I got a hotel room for free, got hooked up. And then where I'm going to arrive, and Zorin doesn't know I'm coming. And then uh, the major is going on over the weekend. So I'm landing on Friday. I'm going back to the colorist that that dyed my hair blonde the last time that it was there or like white or whatever in August. And then I'm, I'm landing at 12, going there at six. And then that's going to be my Friday on Saturday. I'm going to a party with, with Luke because he's working on the PUBG league and he's, they're doing like a beer pong tournament with like what? the PUBG staff or whatever and shit. So then Zori's going to show up there and then I'm going to surprise her there and with no like no social media presence, just slip in be like Zorin, I haven't seen you in so long. It's gonna be amazing. And then and then on Saturday or and that's Saturday night actually. So on Saturday day, gonna go to DDK's house with all with everybody and watch the major because he lives really close. He lives in Santa Monica. And then on Sunday, we're gonna go to Bryce Blum's house, the esports lawyer, who's an amazing dude, and watch the major there. And then go climbing on Sunday. At Cliffs of Vid, the gym that I went to first in LA, that's a really cool gym with uh, with Luke and maybe Semler. 
Okay. Now, okay, that sounds so fun. Fuck. Now Doesn't I feel that sound bad. fun as fuck? Yeah. Wait, you're going to go to a beer pong tournament with the PUBG guys? That's yeah. amazing. That's going to be Yeah. Well, I hope they can hit some shots better than the game register shots, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing too. Oh, I've yeah? been playing a lot. Yeah, you know what's so cool uh, at the summit, the after party is they have it's a house, right? So it just yeah. turns into a frat house, basically, and everybody <laughs> just stays there, and they just order tons of beer and stuff that's legal in California and all that other stuff, and then you, and then they set Vapes? up beer pong tables, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blue cigarettes every, for everybody, uh, and then and then you just and then they have we have beer pong tournaments, and then outside, what's that thing where you throw the the uh the like the bean bag into mm. The slide, the the hole on the oh, hood. Oh god, dude! It's all the fucking tailgate parties they have it. Yeah. Beanbag toss. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that, that, what's it called? What's it called, guys? Does oh anybody my know? god! Wait, just bean, give me one sec. It's beanbag hole. We have don't to look it up. Don't look so it up. Still time. Yeah. No. Oh, don't look okay. it up. You can't look it up. Okay, I looked it up. I looked it up. I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Well, fuck. Um, say it now. I hate that you. It's cornhole. Yeah. Cornhole. Yeah, cornhole. Yeah. Of course, I need that. That's yeah, so okay. So, wait, so can you give me the cornhole in the backyard? And yeah. you got a whole view of LA from the backyard that you can see that you can see in some of their videos and stuff. And then they do a camp, uh, a bonfire in the backyard as well. So everyone's like beer ponged outside, LA weather, playing cornhole. And then you got the marshmallows around the campfire, and everyone's just drunk. And it's like all the CS players and all the summit talent, some Dota people, and then some people. Uh, like that just come through that have been to other summits, like uh, Grace's brother who works at the summit. He's a caster in Dota 2. He's like the number. He's like the Anders Dota 2 almost in terms of size. Blitz. He came through. And I met him there, and like uh, Mango was there at the last season. Wait, one. Mango it like the, so the, the the fucking Smash player? Yeah, the Smash player. <laughs> oh shit, that's so fun. Yeah, it's super cool. Okay, wait. So tell me the details. Who's the be- who's and what Counter Strike personality is absolutely the worst at beer pong, and who's the best? There's I don't know who the worst is. I feel like everyone gets away with it. You know who was the best though? I well, the best when I was at Face It was Moses. Moses <laughs> Moses won thirteen hundred dollars from other CS what? players. He Are won you like yeah. Yeah. It, before the after party ended, like in one night. He he, was, he kept playing against everybody. He played against like uh Yanko. He played against Det, the the manager of uh MIBR. <laughs> they played he played against a couple of the two different like players, teams and stuff, and yeah. just like, kept beating kept beating everybody. He's He's Wait, that's incredible! God that, gamer, yeah. yeah well, that's insane. that's I can imagine just the most com- like such competitive people playing beer pong. It could get a little dicey mixing alcohol, and God knows Absolutely. you have a fucking party. That sounds so yeah, fun, dude. Wait, so, yeah, it's just... so who's on your team? It's like two v two, right? That's beer pong. Yeah, yeah. I played. I played with. Uh, I played with Stewie. I played with Luke, and I played with Mango. Oh shit! But by the end of it, Mango was like the Hulk. You know the Hulk at the end of the. At the end of the Hulk, when he's like sitting on the side of the highway. No, I actually have never seen the Hulk. <laughs> we got Mango so wasted that oh, night. Oh shit, that's fun. Was like, yeah, dude, it was super fun. Well, damn, um, I want to go to one of those then, dude. We should throw a boxer, fucking beer pong, some no. ooh, boxer no. land, boxer land. You've heard it here first. That's Confirmed right. This by was Launder the is the fucking premiere boxer land. Bring your yeah. fucking spaghetti and bring your lasagna. Right? What? Yeah. It's gonna bring be the a party. <laughs> bring the ravioli. Bring the ravioli. We're gonna do the boxer land, dude. You know what I fucking miss? I miss those yeah. small ass lands, dude. After like they're watching, all... I mean, yeah, they're still there, but I don't get invited, so. <clears throat> but uh... 
this is a plea for help. If you're throwing a land, be sure you uh, message me. No, but I just like the fucking local games and shit were so fun. Like the Howie's Game Shacks and stuff. That shit was the best. I've never, I haven't yeah. been to one in such a long time. It is. It is. Those are super fun. I used to go to those, and they were always hell to like get your computer set up and wait for games and everything like that. But it was such a mixer. You got to meet all of the people that you've seen online. Yeah, and they're all kind of like your, your like open to main level players that you know about or people you've like made friends with but haven't met. And then you play with the team, and then you like could actually win shit, and you win on land, which is so much more fun than winning online. Yeah. and it's it's just such a great taste of it, like it is, and it's that, and here's here's my beta boy moment. So I went to a land. I think I was in Arizona, and I think it was actually a Howie's Game Shack. And uh, I was very young. I think I was like 13 or 12 or 13 or some stupid age. And uh, I went to the LAN, and I remember looking at all the Counter-Strike gamers, and they were fucking – like, CS gamers are fucking thugs, dude. <laughs> like, a bunch <laughs> of ragtag fucking vaping goddamn tattooists. God knows. They look scary to me. And a little 13-year-old fucking annoying-ass boy, I was so nervous and shaky. It was like a bunch of pugs, like, captain-based. And uh, I uh, I was honestly scared because they were so loud and, and fucking... Whenever they would win, be like, fuck yeah, let's go, woo! And I would be like, yeah. my voice hasn't... My balls haven't dropped. <laughs> I'd just be, like, hiding behind my monitor while they're smoking cigs and shit outside. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you play uh, in the tournament when you were 13? Or, no. Or? It was, like... So it was crazy because uh, I just went to, like... I, there was not even anything scheduled, but I walked into, like... A, basically a 10 man and they're like hey and they, there's like the and howie's game check they have like this chat feature where you get because you don't log into your own steam account it's so fucking weird you log mm-hmm. into like the shared steam account and they were all looking for basically 5v5s there's like irl 10 men and they were looking wow. for people yeah and i just lucked out and got into that <laughs> and got uh i got destroyed <laughs> Uh, we had a we had a Dota we had like a Dota land party um, where we like ordered a bunch of pizza and then it was at an inner cafe where we knew the owner and it was in this basement so it was like down twenty steps and then there's just computers everywhere and we didn't have to like rent it out it was just a day that was like closed so we just had it and then people started showing up that we didn't know and this is I guess an aside but uh, one of one of my friends lost his cell phone. And then they spent like the entire night looking for the cell phone. And then they had a suspicion that was like one of the dudes we didn't know that took his cell phone. <laughs> so he locked the door. And then we figured out uh, that it was one of the guys that came in that we didn't know because he found the cell phone on him. What? Was so sure fuck? that he decided to like, he was like, yo, like show me your pockets and like got a cell phone. And then when he got his cell phone, my friend Sam, who's like 300 pounds on a good day, is like, <laughs> o- open, the, open the door of the basement. And his 20 stairs going up, and he picked this guy up by the back of his shirt and threw him up the stairs. What? <laughs> that's like fucking real life bullying. That's, yeah. that's fucked up. Well, yeah, that guy stole his phone, you know. Yeah, so you got to fucking kill him, right? You have to absolutely make Wait. sure he never does that again. Yeah, that's uh, so funny. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, but CS players are kind of are kind of thugs. They are. They're like the jocks of esports. It's always been like that, though. Every fucking CS player I've seen has been... Like, uh, sort of, uh, you know, a little thuggish. That's why we grew up in a toxic community. But the reason I bring <laughs> it up is because, uh, you know, you recommended for that I watched the Smash Brothers documentary on YouTube. Yeah. And some of that footage of, like, the local LAN experience of, like, going to a friend's house to play a console, it made me really nostalgic. You know, I've, like, mm. I totally miss that. And I, I wish that that still existed 
right now, and it, it does, but I feel like as you get older, that just becomes less and nor- less of a norm, maybe. And and there's sure. not that many local games, right? Like most of the games are online. Like I just feel like a lot of kids are missing out on that. <laughs> uh, no, experience. no. Well, I, well, that's the thing with melee is that there isn't there isn't much online at all until like last year there was none. Really? There Wait, was ha- none. Really? Because think about it. Yeah, it's, and that's another reason why the game is so special because there's only net play that was made third party with, uh, and that was terrible for a long time. Then people have to emulate on Dolphin, but most of the time you can only play a, like Melee on a GameCube with your friends, and that did not change for over a decade, way over, well over a decade. Yeah, people that's still crazy. play ninety percent of all the Melee Melee they play in person. Right. Think about that. Yeah, only at lands. Yeah, that's what's so crazy. Like a a meta can develop in your neighborhood, (laughs) and like it's like a clash of metas. You're like, oh fuck, I didn't know that even existed. (laughs) Like when you go out of that, that's that's so sick. Like that's so like unique, though. I feel like to to, it is absolutely very unique. Yeah, but anyway, thank you so much for suggesting it. That documentary has been fucking killer. I'm I'm three hours in, and uh, yeah, what do you think so far? Oh man, like I didn't expect it to be so well made. Uh, They're so such interesting like story aspects that make me want to get really invested in smash even though i haven't played i haven't played smash at all really i have no interest in it uh at the offset but damn what a good documentary i didn't realize that there was so much uh you know so many characters in the community and villains and heroes and rivalries and crews it just really made me wish that other games had such strong personalities because smash is one of those like locally grown but extremely interesting community it seems like so damn that's, and so much content there it's, it's amazing yeah and the, that's that's another thing right like that's not an accident the, the the reason that these guys are so have so much chemistry and they know all of their stories is because they've done they've done everything they've ever done in melee in person so they've they're actually so well socialized among them and they have the best memes you know because they've had so many moments um they've got the craziest friendships that, that run deep they've got the whole you're probably seeing like some of the the, the Ken and Isaiah storyline. Yeah. Um. They they've got so much of that stuff, and everybody is there to still like recount the history. Um. For the for the documentary, and then you don't have somebody who comes in from the outside. Like let's say that Moses does one for E League. It's going to be great, and he knows so much about Counter Strike. But there's not there's not nearly the same level of transparency between Moses and all of the players as there is Wythe, who is the narrator in the Smash Brothers documentary, and all the players he actually knows this information from firsthand. So now they have like commentators who are just as well connected as the players and are not segregated by like country even. Most of the players in Smash all came from America, and they were either and they were mostly now or they're mostly now like SoCal is the strongest strongest region. But there was like you know East Coast and West Coast, and then there's like chilling dude on the other side to tell that story. So yeah. there's there's so much context that can be given because you have everybody, including people who would only end up being commentators, so knowledgeable and have so much first person information or first hand information about everybody. Yeah, I mean it's such a beautiful th- like I don't I hate to be cheesy, but it's such a beautiful thing. Like you have so many different types of people. Who have a commonality that's just the game like they probably wouldn't have even even been friends if they weren't playing the game like from Mewtwo yeah. King to Chilling to Chew or whatever like these are such different people that just bond over one thing that may not have interacted before well, unless Melee has been a thing so it's like this is like the ultimate uniter and I think like mo- other esports can be that thing but the like the brotherhood slash sisterhood I guess of Melee is like 
it's so it shines through the dock and it's really really amazing to see i think so did you far. hear about the recent smash um doc, the the recent recent smash drama no what it get, fill us in what's the drama oh, yeah. so this is like yesterday this is breaking news everybody oh, like this just in this just in well <laughs> it'll be four days old by the time uh, <laughs> so on tuesday <laughs> on tuesday uh so but uh at evo which is like the premier event for all smash or fighting games is it's that the funny part about this is that uh, Evo is not the premier event for like Smash technically because Smash has never been considered a traditional fighting game um, because people just it's just I don't know people who jump around from other fighting games just won't ever touch Smash probably for the same reason Counter Strike players won't touch Fortnite or something it just like <laughs> looks different it's weird it's cartoony all that stuff I don't know um, but but uh, Evo is huge for the fighting games the biggest tournament ever you know. Mm-hmm. And they they announced this year that melee is not going to be an event at at uh, Evo. This is crazy because okay, melee is eighteen years old. Every single of the last four years, I want to say it has it has had the first or second best viewership of any of the other events at Evo on Finals Day. We're talking two hundred k people. What was one hundred and eighty k people watching last year's finals of melee at Evo, and then. Before that, it was Tekken 5 with with 130k jumped up to 180, and then it dropped off again uh, to to the to the final. Game. It was Street Fighter it was the only game I think that that pulled more viewership than it, um, and it just it it hasn't been added to the next uh, to the next Evo. Wait, so why not? There's been a, <laughs> there's a number of reasons that could could be. Um, one is that apparently like the head of Evo personally doesn't like melee, um, the community and shit like that. And there's some people spilling the tea on Twitter that you can probably find. Um, the guy who who runs Evo's name is Mr. Wiz. There's one event that somebody tweeted about where they they have had to do everything themselves. Melee has had to do always do everything itself. Um, and at Evo, they play on CRTs, right? Which is a problem logistically for a game that wants to run at Evo. It makes it a little bit harder in terms of room, in terms of setups. You can't use other people's setups and stuff. But the Melee community is happy to do this themselves. So they had uh, Zoo was one of the people who helped. It was uh, Waf, Crimson Blur works at Twitch now. Uh, a couple other people that came through, and they brought a CR. Uh, 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 they brought a uh, a U-Haul full of CRTs and set them up in Evo so that people could play back in 2013 at, at, at one of the Evos. And Mr. Wiz, the guy who runs uh, Evo, said, you guys have to set up these CRTs before 7 a.m. or no Melee. So he's always had kind of this rough relationship with Melee and has not shown us a lot of love. Um, and then the other thing that's really fucking funny that happened is there's a player from Team Liquid who played Smash 4, and he is one of those people who just has shitty opinions and is really, really loud. <laughs> and he said that, and he, he just said, like, people, he started naming names, called Armada the best player of all time, a one-trick pony, he said Mangoes. A dangerous person. He said Leffen's like a guy who talks too much shit. And he said Melee is a garbage game and just causes drama or whatever. Um, or didn't say he didn't say Melee is a garbage game. So the community was garbage and, and all of the shit. And uh, and he got released from Team Liquid the same day that <laughs> Evo <laughs> announced that Melee wasn't going to be there because he like tweeted something finally about uh, about about Melee as like a joke. And he said he said finally dot dot dot. And then obviously. When he gets kicked out, or when he gets dropped by Team Liquid, everyone tweets him back and says, finally, dot, dot, dot. Oh, fuck. That's so toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so then how did, so that's the same day Evo dropped Melee when he got kicked out? Yeah. 
Wait, that's so weird. What a weird coincidence. No, 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 no. Evo was first and then him. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Well, that's so shitty that one of the, like, one person can ruin it. <laughs> it seems like if that's the real reason, I'm sure there's a lot of speculation there, but that seems like a really shitty thing for the players in the community. I hope, but there's other tournaments that they do, right? Or is it just mainly centered around Evo? So that's what made me the most mad uh, was, was that people thought that they were... They, they could openly make fun of Melee for getting dropped from Evo. Because there's a certain amount of people that actually hate the idea of Melee because they think that people are playing it to prove a point. The truth is that the, the difference between Melee and Smash 4 or Ultimate is greater than the difference from 1.6 to CSGO. It's, it's, it's that much better. It's that much different. I mean, the, the difference now between CS, CSGO is actually better than... 1.6 in a ton of ways and everything, yeah. right? But, agreed, agreed. Uh, at, at, I mean, at the beginning. So if you took CSGO from like 2012, trash mm -hmm. game, you know, completely <laughs> yeah. garbage. Um, and and so the divide there was huge. And and at that time, Melee was far, far, there's far more tech, there's far more skill involved than it just, the, the, the gap was so much wider um, there between Smash 4 and Melee than it was for um, any of the Counter-Strike. So when people try to relate it to their own game, they think, oh, you guys just aren't giving the new game a chance. You're not really like taking the time to learn things. No, there's just some things that Melee is just so far ahead in or just offer so many more options. There's no game that will ever really come close. Um, and that's totally fine. And the other thing is that there's this kind of, um, just this, this like false information that, that Melee, the Melee community is trying to push other games down when that's almost never the case. And actually, Melee has always been happy to have new games come out because those players end up playing those games and then coming back. Just like with us, we get like a battle royale to come out. Tons, some of our players get borrowed over and they go play, but they always end up coming back or just end up more within FPS. If you know, if it's new players or players who were from CS originally or what have you. Yeah, um, like it's more then, home. And, it's like home. Going back to CS, you're like, oh, I'm more familiar with this. Well, so yeah. you've been so you've been obviously tracking Smash for a while uh, with Zoo, but what do you think the future is going to be then for Melee? I'm curious about what what's sort of the best case scenario you know does evo pick it back up or does something else happen dead in two years <laughs> no. really uh, okay i was gonna it, say damn. well no i mean honestly like honestly melee's died like three times now three or four yeah. times or something they even said um, it in the doc early on <laughs> like they thought melee was dead and then they had a uh revival <laughs> like like yeah. well it's still going on so it must have done something right yeah, yeah. So it just always comes back, basically. Um, and in the last few years, it's been great. Mango's a huge part of that. Like, if he's playing at a tournament, tournament has 40,000 viewers, and he gets eliminated, tournament now has 20,000 viewers. Like, that's how much pull he has um, as a player. Um, and he, he recognizes that. Uh, he's definitely, like, kind of past his prime at this point, but everyone wants to watch him play. And he still sometimes is just... Might be the most talented player to ever play the game. So it's just sometimes he just goes the fuck off. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, melee could die. Like there's, it's been prone to it before. There was a period of time where Evo didn't host melee, and like before 2013, that um, I think melee might have died. And then I'm not familiar with that, um, the history exactly. Then there was um, Project Melee, which is like CS Pro mod. It's kind of funny how that happens. Like a new <laughs> game comes out, people don't like it, then they try to make the old game a newer game, but that's better in a lot of ways, right? Like. Uh, and then that ended up maybe killing melee at some point. So, it's it's there's potential for it to die in some capacity, but uh, I mean, we'll see. I, it's always been interesting. I think what the question that I've been left with, and obviously I'm very new to just like the melee scene, just looking at it. But 
question that I'm left with is like, why the fuck didn't is Nintendo not promoting this? Like, I just couldn't think of a rationale behind why Nintendo is so seems to be so anti uh, pro scene. <laughs> then like, yeah, it's just crazy. I, I remember though that they hosted a tournament for Ultimate at on E3, and I think they did the same for Smash Four. But then it's like radio silence. Like, can you? I just can't. I couldn't think of a fucking reason why that exists. Like, is Nintendo just dumb? <laughs> I scratched my head too. Um, part of it is because they have a new product. So they always have either a new Smash game out that they need to promote. And then, you know, unfortunately they had Smash 4, kind of like how Counter-Strike had Source. And it was just this game that they made and it was a total mistake, but there's nothing they could do about it. <laughs> You're wrong um, about that, but that's fine. Source is, the, is one of the best. I love, I love that you played Source. So we what can, do we can you mean? Come back. <laughs> it's a good It game. just explains a lot. That's all. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. I just didn't want let, to let that statement stand. I knew I had to interject there. You, you just, just know when you need to going. interrupt. Yeah, yeah that's very right. smart. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm national debate champion, by the way. Anyway, so <laughs> oh they, I, I don't know the concrete answers. I just know that it's probably because they have a new game. Like, if you had a company... Like you're not making money off of melee besides selling controllers. So what uh what is a reason to support a game that nobody that that you know you're not gonna be able to like monetize in the future or give updates to or anything like that? People are you know they're making they're they're playing it on a Wii U on a cooked like memory card kind of thing that they can load melee onto, and that's the new way to play melee, opposed to buying the game on CD and playing it with a GameCube. But apart from that, there's just no way to make money for it or whatever the fuck it is. But, I mean, um, like, I, I get that. But, I mean, why? It seems like their decision-making and making, like, the rest of the Smash series, it's been, like, casual first. Like, it, it's a game for everybody and in the worst possible way. Like, it's, that's, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a really good point. And the funny part about that is, is that... Nintendo has only been a games company for about one-tenth of the amount of time that they've been a company. And then the other thing is that besides making toys for the, for the, for the most, for, the, for almost their entire lifespan as a company, they tried to make children's party games for fun where they hated the idea of somebody winning and losing or feeling bad about losing or that's why there's no blood in Nintendo games. That's why there's, there's just like, I don't know, there's like anti-competitive things they've always put into games. There was there was a thing called tripping. Um, yeah, oh, I remember. I think it was in, in brawl. It was in yeah in brawl yeah. where you would just randomly trip just 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 simply so that like if it's like just to randomly affect the game in a way that made it so that you couldn't like grind it down to a competitive like uh, I don't know a, comp- a competition yeah and have like a, a dead straight winner and loser and so it's just they've just been antithetical I think to their kind of. Like their their image, I feel like, and it's I, so I, I weird. I get that, but it just seems like that's too. It's zero sum. Like it's um, it sort of it paints a picture of like black or white, and I feel like there's a gray area. Like you should, if I was Nintendo, um, you know, I would make the game so that you would, you know, a casual could have fun in it, just like melee. But also, there's such a high skill ceiling. Like why why not try to keep the mechanics of melee? Like. So th- it's, it, it was accidental. They were accidentally Japanese, okay? They made a game <laughs> that was way too hard and didn't realize it, you know, because they're fucking Japanese. Yeah. They fucking added incredible amounts of tech. And there's if you look at some of the stuff that people have found later, they still don't know if Nintendo did some of this stuff on purpose. There's no In fact, way. They do think a lot of it. They think a lot of it actually was on purpose. There's some stuff that people only found out about years later that was actually named in the, in the, in the project files of the game. 
What the um, fuck? So the, yeah, so they, it was just a Japanese thing where they made they made something they didn't, they didn't even realize it was hard, and it was just so fucking hard. But it it did have that magical quality of being a game that was fun that you could play with your friends that you could full hop and like do a fucking uh do a low kick while you're coming down and then just like reset that and do that again. Where where you could also get really good and you know never jump too high and slide off platforms and L cancel when you landed and wave dashed away and come in for an attack and never use your shield and like. All of this shit, it opened it up that you so you could do both things. And all great games are like that. Yeah, I just don't... Like, I get... I want Nintendo to do that again. Like, but not on accident. <laughs> I just don't see the yeah. downside. Melee did so well for them. Why are they doing this bullshit? It's like the whole game is a blue shell. Just bullshit, you know? To, to <laughs> hurt the fucking first place person. To hurt the one yeah. person who's going to grind it out and be a good fucking kart racer. You're in fucking first place on Rainbow Road <laughs> and a goddamn blue shell comes and now you're in seventh. Give me a goddamn break, Nintendo. You're telling me if they gave you a bullet bill in, in Counter-Strike Squeaks, you wouldn't use it? <laughs> no, I'd fucking use that nonstop. <laughs> but like even like, no, but like even the items in Melee and stuff, like that's fine. You know, keep, yeah. keep doing that. Like that could be a thing, but just there needs to be a, a mode or something because there's clearly a demand. The fact that Melee has lasted so long shows such a fucking opportunity for Nintendo. And this could be like one of the most... Per- like Melee has prov- proven to me to be one of the stickiest games of all time. Dude, Replicate it drives that. me fucking crazy. You know, I feel like a fucking big brother to some of these people. Like some of these some of the people in Melee who are like, even if they're players, man. Because like I come in and like I'll meet them at an event and they just have no idea... What it's what what the world is like at, at a business level, you know, in their game, like what how people are treating them, how people are looking at them, how Nintendo might be talking. Like they are so they're just fucking they're like victims, dude. Like they're just victims. Like they're just they're so good at a game that is so hard to be good at. They are dedicated to their craft. They are no different from every other top esports professional that makes millions of dollars. And in fact, they're playing one of the top three hardest games, period, available to play and master and be the best at. And they get, they get paid shit. They have no infrastructure with their orgs. They get no salaries and stuff. And they they just like and then they barely win anything from their prize pools. And they just and they get treated like garbage. They don't learn anything about like the business atmosphere of esports. It just things keep happening to them. And then they just constantly have to go and make their own tournaments, drag their CRTs to these lands, come up with their own prize pools, have people complain about entrance five dollar fucking entrance fees to their events just so that they can run an event that doesn't make any money so they can have an event for people to watch for free online on Twitch and they feel like it's their fault still like they still think that they shouldn't they, they shouldn't have to uh, that they, they, they still feel like they can't do anything about it and they can't complain either even with this shit happening with Evo they just feel like they have to be nice about it they have to be take it in stride and don't get mad you know we can't anger these people dude this shit will happen no matter what they will keep getting shit on they will keep getting shit on by nintendo they'll keep getting shit on by these third-party companies that are making these events they'll get shit on by other communities nobody's going to be on their side because they don't have a dev you know they don't have a dev to in their corner to have their back and that's what's so fucking sad yeah that is really fucking sad man i didn't like yeah to that degree it's like at some point, they just have to fucking stand up for themselves to some, like to, to these people. I mean, if there's any big tournament organizers, you should throw a little melee thing and see what happens. You know, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure the viewership would be fucking out of the fucking roof. Uh, mm-hmm. And it could be a wake up call to Nintendo. And I think over time, Nintendo is learning their lesson. Like the fact that they're hosting at least a tournament shows that it's cool. And it was so fun to watch. Did you did you see that, Launders? The I think Mango one, right? Or was it Mewtwo King? I forget. Um, what, what, 
an event just recently? Uh, an ultimate. And it wasn't like someone wearing the scarf. We called him Scarf Boy, Scarf Guy. He won. It was so fun regardless. It was such a fun thing to watch. And, and I remember watching it with my casual friends who, and we fuck around in Smash Brothers. Like, we're the most casual players of all time. And we were, mm-hmm. our jaw was to the floor. It was like watching a foreign film. It was like, dude, I don't, I just can't understand what's going on, but it's so beautiful. You know? Yeah. I was like, it's so amazing. They're, it's like a dance. But I just thought it was in, incredible. And I, and I hope, you know, podcast listeners, you know, really check out the Smash documentary. And just check out the scene in general. It seems like it's uh, it could use a few eyes on it. Yeah, I kind of kind of talked a lot about that. But there's uh, there's uh, at least one more thing that's really cool is uh, there's a period in time on the stream where I watched the Smash Brothers documentary while I was eating, uh, kind of like in like just segmented, just like fifty minutes at a time. And then there was enough people that watched it on my stream that like a whole sect of the boxer subs have like gotten into melee and gotten really good. And play like net play regularly versus each other and stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the players, Kells, is went from watching the documentary on my stream to playing melee to now being a top player in his region um, on the on like the power rankings in his region. Then like months, so he's gotten insanely good at the game. That's um, amazing. What the yeah, fuck? That I, there's a whole and and for the his in the history of in Smash, there's like a. It's a name for everybody that came after the doc. They're called Doc Babies because of how influential the documentary is. So, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that, that a film that could have such a big fucking impact on a community. That's amazing. More power yeah. to you. If you like Smash, fuck yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm late to the party, but I'm for sure want to stick around. Yeah. You got to watch that. You got to watch uh, Free Solo. Oh, man. Dude, did you see the uh, Oscars? Uh, I didn't watch them. But uh, I was I was at dinner and I saw um, Jimmy Chen, I believe his name is, who was the director for Free Solo, like accepting the Oscar. And I was like, who? What the fuck is <laughs> like? What? Well, I didn't even know they got nominated. No, I have to watch that. Yeah, it looks. Uh, I just saw a trailer actually before we started recording. It seems really fucking cool. I think climbing mm-hmm. as a whole is super cool. But super. I Did feel- you go to what? Did you, you said you were going to go climbing, I think. You mentioned it oh, on your stream. Oh, no, I didn't. Fuck. I didn't. We decided not to. But I have been climbing before, but I didn't get to go like that past weekend. What, but, what would happen? You got in a fucking powwow with your friends, and then you're like, oh, we're going to go fucking climbing today. You got chalk on your hands and shit, and everyone just looked around and was like, you guys want to not want to go today? <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, yeah, no, let's not go. What Bro, happened? Who puts chalk in their hands before they leave <laughs> to go climbing? <laughs> what are you fucking? Some... Yeah, that's how passionate we are, okay, about climbing. <laughs> I can just We're imagine you. Up. You think you're like in the Olympics with chalk in your hand as you clap it in slow motion. You know, <laughs> that's fucking badass, but sad at the same time. No, we just like. So uh, I do. <laughs> this is so fucking. It's the exact opposite that happened. So I watch um one star wars movie a week <laughs> with my- oh my god you had movie night are you serious <laughs> yeah and we decided to have movie night we were oh watching the whole god. series so and that was much more comfortable but you guys just fucking sit around your goddamn cauliflower pizza talking <laughs> it, about how hot dogs true. aren't sandwiches yeah watching star wars dude relax at least we're not having fucking- nursing your one beer for an entire trilogy <laughs> i drink slow i'm a gentleman Fuck me, sorry. <laughs> I don't fucking chug Jim Bean in the beginning, you know? I take this seriously. I'm not going on LA adventures or whatever. I'm here ready to record with my audio. Equipment. I invited you. What do you mean? This is my podcast now. 
I did the intro. Podcast. What do you mean? I invited you to come to LA. Oh, like, yeah, let me just pack up my shit, like all sarcastically. Like, just fucking do it, man. No, oh, I can't. I have stuff to do, you know? I got responsibilities. Listen, when I become a full-time uh, content creator <laughs> or social media influencer... Um, they influencer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just go willy-nilly, you know? I'll bring, I'll bring all kinds of vape juice for you, you know? Hey, a little bit of if a... If you ask a your mirror, he'd say you're very influential. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did that land? I don't know. No, it didn't. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, yikes. But, well, yeah, so uh, we'll definitely, you know, it, it, I need more planning. I'm not that spontaneous. Last episode, we talked about routine. Breaking my routine it takes a lot from me, so I can't do that. You know, I'm not very. What the fuck is your routine on, on fucking, your routine on Saturdays? You <laughs> You fucking stream Dark Souls, lose to a boss for eight hours while you're sipping one beer, get so frustrated that you can't even talk normally anymore, and then go to sleep two hours late. Okay, a little rude, dare I say. I'm a little rude there. I have nothing to argue with that against, so that seems about, that seems about right, to be honest. Oh, shit. You're done. Yeah, you can't, that's the thing. You're famous now, Squeaks. You're, everything you do is broadcasted. You can't oh, yeah. actually lie about this stuff anymore. No, I actually uh, I spend the day researching biology and chemistry, you know? <laughs> Just uh, I actually end oh, up yeah, doing reading. charity, actually, throughout the weekend, so... I don't want to, you know, give up that to go fucking party or what whatever. Are you, fuck. What are you making up for? <laughs> my guilty conscience. <laughs> conscience, yeah. The shit I say in Dark Souls. Lied about my schedule this week. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta, do <laughs> Gotta do some fucking charity or some shit. No, I just, I, I'm not spontaneous. I, we, I mean, you probably are, right? Like, you fucking like to do Dude, this. Dude, I'm a fucking, yeah, I'm a train wreck. I'll just do fuck. <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> It's so much more fun, though, you know? I Like, the way I look at life is, like, it's so much better to get a C if you don't study. the fuck? No way. <laughs> I'm That's kidding, so... I'm kidding. Oh it's God. different. Don't, don't so, listen to I knew that would, I know that would make you upset. <laughs> oh, no, my I, God. I, I, I definitely don't take that approach. I probably did at one point in my life, but um, I, uh, but for, for certain things, like, if, like this trip, like, going to L.A., I, before I bought the plane ticket, I was looking at the plane ticket, I was like... You know, like 600, 700 bucks. Like, if I don't find a really good deal, then this is going to be a lot of money. And then I'm going to go there. It's not going to be a long weekend. And then, you know, I could just sit here. I could stream. I already have time off. I'm probably going to travel again. Do I want to pay for my own flight to go travel again? But then as soon as I, like, booked a flight, I was like, dude, I'll start planning shit. Like, let's get a let's pack this weekend up. Let's do a whole bunch of cool shit and make sure we have, like, a lot to talk about. And now I'm, like, so glad that I did it, you know, on, like, a, a day's notice. Just figured it out and got the tickets it just feels it feels awesome and i feel like if i planned it so far in advance like now i get to surprise Zorine, which is like one of my favorite parts too she's gonna be blown away i'm like not like just show up in la after having been gone for six months like you can't really do that if you like super plan everything out and tell everybody right that's fair yeah okay fine fuck you but dude make me feel look bad but yeah that's that seems fun and you'll have good stories for the podcast as well in terms of like, yeah. what you guys did i'm super excited that'll be super fun but so I'll be streaming. Art, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be okay, here. Yeah. You know? We have a now we have like a joint brand. So you're kind of it's just it's kinda of like a joint bank account. Uh-huh. Um, Yo, actually I'm so down for that, bro. So give me your bank details, <laughs> your joint bank account. I would love thank you I'll so much it. for saying I'll this open on it. podcast. You, I'll open it. You deposit. No, no, it. no, don't <laughs> I love to share a fucking bank account. I'll match dude. what you deposit. You, know, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> don't fifty percent match me, dude. <laughs> you don't want that. But we do have a running bet, speaking of our bank account, about Fortnite and Apex. Fortnite. 
And yeah. uh, I think we, I linked you earlier that Apex is having a battle pass system similar to Fortnite, which is yeah. uh, going to be interesting to see because Do I you think know... they held on to that. Oh yeah. Oh, like for they sure were like, they all right, hold on, let's wait till Ape, uh, let's wait till Fortnite bites uh, bite something from us, and then we'll bite something back. Absolutely, dude. This is yeah. like the <laughs> this is like the most. This is war. Okay, this is World War Three. It's okay. they're gonna be so calculating every move they do. You you're telling me that they don't have espionage fucking spies in the other oh. building? I guarantee there's some sketchy shit. And then we're gonna have a documentary coming out 30 years from now. About what the could they do though? Rivalry. Like it's all it's all on the table. What to poach talent? Like what is the what's the need for espionage? Dude, this, poaching talent and looking at strategy shit, man. Like I okay. bet you, there's you'd be shocked. Like I know it sounds like a meme, but it's it's actually a fucking thing. Like there's okay. there's departments in some companies or whatever that their main job is to research other companies in any way possible to try to get an advantage over them. There's just fucking Randall from Recess. That's that's who he grew up to be. <laughs> do, you, do you know? Do you, do you ever watch Recess? No, I never oh, watched okay. Recess. Okay, you just pictured you just pictured like an actual Recess and some kid named Randall. Yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> so it's like actually it's about the same. He's shit. just like hunched over, like he's got like the Mr. Burns fingers going on, and he's just like watching. He's like he's like the uh, he's like the teacher's pet, you know, he's like a hall monitor's pet or something. He's like. Yeah writing notes on all of the kids like uh, it's basically a, a professional snitch right that's oh, what they're for doing sure. yeah no that's yeah. I, that's actually like me <laughs> that sounds like me <laughs> actually so fuck you you know i okay here's a funny story kind of random but fuck it so uh okay. there only there's only one time that i've called a noise complaint on somebody one time you call noise complaints <laughs> yeah. no that's fine yeah right. this is the fucked up part okay it wasn't just anybody i called a noise complaint on a church I shit you. <laughs> I, shit, I shit you not. It's the most mad on I have ever been. On the house of God? Yes, on the house of God. And let me tell you why. It sounds really bad. It is really bad. But let me give you some context and color to make me seem like the good guy. It's a Saturday fucking morning and I'm in college. And my house is right next to a youth church. And not only... So it was fucking 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. And they fucking started playing Highway to Hell. Blasting that shit. <laughs> a youth goddamn church. Blasting Highway to Hell. And I called the cops. I was like, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm fucking so sick. And I was probably you a little called the hungover. cops. Yeah, I called the cops on them. And I don't know if they ever found out, but they let's just say they stopped smiling in my direction. And that could be a, for a variety of reasons, but I have a feeling that it's because I called, I noise completed them. Fuck them. Did fucking dispatch pick up? And you're like, did you say church? <laughs> I said, there's, <laughs> I said, there, I, I don't know if I had the balls to even say church. I was just like, there's a, I think it's a house or something. <laughs> I knew it was a church. So they, they, she, Suzanne put her hand, her hand on the receiver and just like <laughs> looked at Jeff. And I was like, we got a fucking prick. Hold on. Yeah, we got a prick. <laughs> But what do they think? What do they think? God's above the police? What do you what do you mean? You can't do that shit. Were you just testing that just to see how infallible you were? Like to be able to This is how much control and I you know can what? exert over And they the stop world. playing, you know? So there you go. That's a happy story. So if you ever have a noise complaint, no matter what or who it's on, fucking do it, uh -huh. dude. Fuck that. They think they're above the police. They're not. Okay? They shut that shit down. Highway to hell out of everything. Give me a break.
It's actually hilarious. <laughs> it was a youth group, so it was like it was like cool church, you know, where they talk about memes or whatever and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a definitely a cool person church. Everyone looked like Jason Mraz, you know. Everyone was playing the guitar with long hair and fucking leather bands. It's it was it's a sight. <laughs> I used to only be able to trust girls that went to church. What do you mean? <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's, that's, that seems like an issue. What do you mean? I just feel like I dated. I dated a couple of girls, like kind of dated, that were like went to church, and that was. I was something like I. I didn't realize it at the time. I thought that was actually something I didn't like because it was something we didn't have in common. But it felt like afterwards, I like trusted them more than I trusted other girls that I dated. And I, I feel like it was because they went to church. Super weird. That is really interesting. What? Okay, so trusted yeah. in, in terms of what? Like in terms of like, they would be nice or like their stability. Their stability as a person, like they're like I, I guess it was me wondering how fickle somebody can be um, if they're not like well grounded. And a lot and some people are well grounded without church. That's not what I'm saying. But I felt like for the I guess the girls that I met when I was younger, you know, we were all young and shit. It was like the fact that they went to church. I was like, this is kind of it's kind of nice in a way because I'd always hear about how they would not do something or they'd question something they thought because they were uh, because they had church or because they were, you know, because they bring it back to something to learn in church. Yeah, wait, that kind of makes fucking sense. It sounds ridiculous, but that kind of, that does make sense. Like someone with like a philosophy of any kind, someone who thinks about yeah. their thoughts, you know? I think that that totally makes sense. I, I kind of agree with you. Maybe I have a similar pattern. As someone who's like a little more introspective, and typically, if you're a churchgoer, you're thinking about your actions and your words a little bit more than someone who may not go. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I know I totally get that. That's that's so weird to think about. It's like some next yeah. level shit, dude. That's some dating advice, you know. Go for the church person. Go for this. Go for the person who reads books, you know. Yeah, but that's too much. That's too much, and that's too much. That's different. Um, what do you mean? That's too much. This between. I mean, like, such an important difference, you know. Like it did get in the way. That to have dated somebody who was going to church. Like in what ways? Certain... In what ways did it get in the way? Like, um, uh, well, you know how like you can't. There's certain things you can't do, or you're, like you're not supposed to do uh, if you go to church. <laughs> no, I you're don't. Also, like, like what? You're also like young, and <laughs> shut up. You're also like young, and so like you end like up vape. you end up like doing those things. So there's like a lot of guilt. Yeah, basically, it's like want to hit this jewel, babe. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, listen, babe, it's the jewel is shaped like a cross. <laughs> oh my God. All right. This guy calls the cops on church once and now he feels like he has a pass. He can just say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I have a freebie. What's up? But yeah, there's certain things you're not supposed to do, but then you end up doing because, you know, there's like guilt involved, I feel like, because you're like constantly challenging yourself. Like, I shouldn't, this is the, the rules, you know, that I know for my life and whatever yeah. and that stuff is like i don't i didn't care ever you know like i'm just like i'm free i don't know why you're doing this to yourself yeah um but that made it it's 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 a big difference right having a different uh like faith or not faith or being agnostic any of those things not being the same one yeah i guess i mean like oh fuck i want to say no but you know i actually might disagree with you i feel like the older i get the more i care about that but that's probably coming from an irrational place you know, like, do you get pushed towards people who don't go to church then? Is that sort of like the the consequence of that? Is it the opposite? No, I mean, I like that's now I'm saying now in retrospect, I feel like I can appreciate it more than I did at the time. At the time, oh. I didn't even I at the time it was maybe I did, but I was subconscious. And that's how I kept ending up with girls like that. 
Um, but it, it, at, the, at the time, I was thinking, this sucks. You know, why do I keep ending up with these girls or girls like that in this situation? Why am I attracted to them? Why do I like to? Why do I continue to try to have relationships with them? Um, and it was like, I think it was part of, partly partly why. Um, but now I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> think I care either way. I think if you don't care, I don't care. Maybe that's how you feel. Yeah, maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That, I feel like there's. Uh, I feel like if it's more to do with values rather than like someone who goes to church or not, or someone who has like a routine that's spiritual, like yeah. I, I respect it. But what do you as an individual value? Because what happens and what I've seen some of my friends, like what happens is they start dating what their idea thinks they should date. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't start dating. Their picture based... of what's a perfect person kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not even their picture. It's their beliefs picture of what's a perfect person. And that's how you like, end up as like a, a picture that's made for you almost. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. A picture that someone else made for you, you know? And mm -hmm. so that's how you become old and an alcoholic and sad and because then you've you realize that you're very you're not in control <laughs> you know you didn't you didn't get the decision you know in, in most of your you know in your life so i think mm -hmm. like the best thing is just looking at what do you want and you can be as shitty or whatever as you please but i think that's the ultimate decision is like what are you what are you attracted to and why you know and then look yeah. at that person and find them what's your what's your dating history like if you had like long-term relationships You've always tried to kind of stay away from those or? Oh, fuck. Uh, long term. <sighs> yeah, probably like longer term than most. I feel like so I have a very uh, serial killer type attitude. Um, <laughs> I should have used the word serial killer. Yeah, let's stop the podcast <laughs> now. And Nathan cut here. Now no. you've got to subscribe to the Patreon for the bonus episode where we <laughs> continue on from content. that last word. <laughs> Okay, I meant like an um an uh not apathetic. Fuck, what's like a very systematic, a robotic. Like you lack empathy? No, I don't lack empathy. <laughs> <laughs> you just start injecting your own like shit. <laughs> no, no, no. So I have a very uh robotic, uh maybe too analytical view on dating, where I like if I have an emotional connection with someone, I'm like, nah, like this doesn't make rational sense. You know, I'm overanalyzing it. So I act yeah. very analytically. So I'm like. So when I'm when I commit to someone and like go out with someone, I want to be convinced that I could date this person for three years. You know what I mean? Most yeah. of my relationships have lasted a longer time. So what about you? I'm, I'm curious. Is, are you the same way or no? Uh, no, I mean, I try not to. I, I feel like it's kind of I, I, I don't know. I, I would I feel like I'm like analytical on one level, but I would never let that in, interfere with like being available emotionally like to to, to just kind of feel my way through something. Um, I think I, as I get older, that, that that's how I become, that's how I more, I become more, um, or I become less kind of analytical about every moment and how someone is being and stuff like that. And I just try to kind of try to ride the wave and just more accepting of like how people are. But I feel like I was like a bit too critical um, about other people when I was growing up. Yeah, that so, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, the longest relationship I've been in is a year. Apart from that, it's been barely any any like long term relationships. One was like a, over a year, and then one was like uh, like eight months, and then that was the those are the two like longest. Oh shit! Yeah, that's really short. <laughs> longest one I've been in is three years. Three no three and a half or something. I don't know. But oh damn. Yeah, so long term one. But 
uh, I just feel like uh, I. Need... So you met your she she uh, satisfied the criteria. <laughs> yeah, she she went through all the loops, <laughs> went through all the filter satisfied system. The criteria. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I walk into a room and I just am Terminator eyes. <laughs> like this one doesn't work. This one doesn't work. <laughs> I will target this one. No, but we're it, laughing. But technically, this is what you're you're actually describing, right? No, like it's true. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah. do. You, so I, I have a follow up question. Actually, do you feel the yeah. same way with friendships? Like, do you let people in? You like just really willy nilly, or are you? My very... friendships are the most important thing in the world. Yeah, they're they are the most important because, like, the way I always saw it was like a relationship might end, but like your friends are so important. Like your friends could be there forever. They're going to share yeah. all your experiences with you. You're never going to fuck them so things don't go south. Or you might fuck them. You know, Speak might for depend, yourself. But yeah, no, honestly, some <laughs> stuff happens sometimes, right? But uh, but still, you, if you try, if you maintain your, your friendships, it's so important to me. So yeah, there's friends. My friends are everything. I, but are I you picky in terms of making them. friends? Like, are you? Yeah. Uh, you are? I have enough friends now. You know, like I can't. It's sometimes I know when I meet somebody who doesn't have good friendships, I can tell when I talk to them. Mm. And that's nothing to say that like you should ever change the way you act just because you feel like you're trying to make a friend. Just be whatever you want to be. You know, friends are going to be pretty nice in general. If people aren't trying to fuck you or you're not trying to fuck them, then you can kind of easily, more easily be honest. And I'm, I'm sure it's kind of hard if you don't have any friends, like, to, or you feel like you don't have friends to make new friends. That's probably. That's probably hard, but, uh, you know, don't just like with everything else, don't try to be anything different, um, yeah. than you are. But, uh, like to be a good friend of mine takes a long time because I have such high standards for that now, but I have tons of friends and people or acquaintances and some, and all shades of in between that I love and respect. Yeah, no, but I mean, I, that, I'm sort of the same way, but I think that's, it's almost to a fault, you know, I have like allegiance to my core friends, but it used yeah. to be completely different. Like in uh, high school, I was a very, I was like a yes man kind of friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I was just friends. So I had not a... much has changed. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Like, no, like I was very, like, I don't want to say I was a popular kid, but I was uh, liked by. Homecoming king. I was homecoming king. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was such an empty thing because it was like, I liked it. Everyone liked me, but no one was really my close friend, if that makes sense. And then I developed those close friends in college where it was like a, a group of five people that I really, really liked. Or maybe more, five or six. <laughs> nice. You know? I think that's the best way to do it, man. I think you did it the right way. Yeah, no, I think so too. And then, but the hard part now, and I'm sure you can relate, is when you move away, you know, then it's like, it's so easy not to make friends in a new area because we're so connected now where like I can just talk to my friends from california and if, if i don't get along with people i'm like fuck these people i have my friends in california <laughs> you know it's like almost no, a validation no. i feel like i didn't talk to my friends almost at all from from toronto when i lived in la almost oh really at all. i hated it i hated i hate talking to people that i can't see oh um, especially if i've met them already you know like um that was hard that was that was hard for me i i made friends while i was there i just didn't see another way to do it i like could close not friends? just like yeah, man, I'm going to see them this weekend, dude. I'm buying a ticket just to go see my friends. Yeah. Oh, you know? that's so like nice. That... Yeah. That's, that's yeah, really no, nice. the gr yeah, maybe I'm fortunate because I moved, you know, we got to work in a cool environment with Yahoo and stuff, and I got lucky with, like, meeting people afterwards. But I, I, I feel like it would have happened some, some way or another. But LA was probably a good place for it to happen, you know? Um, yeah. 
but it's it, also I everybody I know is from work in some way. Yeah, but I mean, your work was more creative. Like I have yeah. up here in like the Pacific Northwest, I have like I can say like four great great friends that I've made through work. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? Like four yeah. good friends. We watch Star Wars. We do whatever the fuck, you know. But I mean, that's enough. Yeah, it, it is enough. But I, I maybe am too limited. Like sometimes I really wonder. I'm like. Man, I know the life I'm living isn't conducive to making friends in real life or like having any romantic relationship, you know, like with yeah, my I schedule. Mean, it's so it's a, like I'm I need to be OK with making that sacrifice. Squeaks, you spend all your free time with us. <laughs> yeah, It's true. But and that and it just doesn't seem like enough. You know, that's the scary part. Uh, sure. Um, but in terms of what flexibility you have, you have like your. Okay, so when I look at your life, I think uh, this is totally fine. You're like second year working outside of school. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Uh, yeah, like, but I worked in you, school, I, but yes, exactly. So I, I'd say like it's, it's like you're, you're, you're taking this time out on loan to do something as hard and like do something really hard and challenging and do it 100% and then do it for a certain amount of time until whatever happens, you find a new job or a new passion or a new way to, to, to make money and spend time. And then you go on to there. But for the meantime, this is you're not kind of trying to have your cake and eat it too while you're doing something that's really hard and requires like your full attention. And so I, I feel like you're just like doing it, doing it a really good way for like the, the period of time you are in your life. Yeah, I guess I just have a hard time with it because like there's this guilt that comes with it that even though I'm two years removed from college, I am in my prime, you know, like in terms of other stuff, uh, in terms of like interpersonal relationships, you know, a lot of my friends are getting married. They're going like fucking out to, on hiking shit. And I know I could do that and I could take a break and everyone would be cool. But like the hard thing is like, no, I, I, I'm, I don't want to because I want to work as hard as I can also at the same time, you know, so yeah. it's, it's like a give and take, I feel like, and maybe too much so. But that's the difficulty. Like, dude, I fucking love streaming. It's so fun. And I've met so many fucking cool people in chat. And I've, I've developed so many relationships. And I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at it. But on the other side of my brain, I was like, man, I wish there was more time where I had less time at actual work so I could do other stuff, you know? Like, whether it's running or socializing, it's like I have to give up something, you know? But that's the mm. hard thing to wrap my head around. You know, it's like on a Friday night, I'm usually streaming Dark Souls 3, <laughs> but yeah. I shouldn't, well, like the, sometimes I shouldn't be. What do you mean? Like, I, I mean feel like. shouldn't be? It's your fucking free time. What do you mean shouldn't be? No, I know. But sometimes I feel like maybe I should push, like, it's hard to articulate, but I feel like it takes a lot to go out outside because oh, it's yeah, too yeah, yeah. easy. Like, I can have a great time here. And. Okay. You're, you're right. I, I, I. I am literally I just talked about how I just I'm picking up all my shit and going somewhere for the weekend and avoiding uh, the easier option, which was don't spend any money and stay home and chill my computer. For, right. Like, the, the convenient option. Right. Sure. So I sure, envy sure. that. I think that's awesome. I, I just don't have that in me for some fucking reason. Well, people are where they want to be. Right. Do you believe that? Kind of. I feel like people don't know what they want <laughs> sometimes. And then when you go out yeah. and you come back, you're like, oh, that was so fun. I should do that more. But then nope. <laughs> you go back to the easy convenient way you know? but you're very deliberate about what you want and you seem to be very in tune with you yourself now and your future uh, yeah you think in like you're aspects. going down the right the right track mentally where you're actually thinking about what you want more or 
if you're doing like how your life is right now and if you're happy or not oh yeah no like i don't get me wrong i'm like a very happy guy like very i think very clearly i'm a happy guy maybe too happy (laughs) maybe creepy happy but i'm sad clown yeah i'm a sad clown no 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 i'm i'm a happy guy pretty much across the board but i mean like it's hard to know what you want and what you need and sometimes i need to go and socialize but i don't want to (laughs) i want to turn on the stream you know like so it's hard to draw the distinction it's the same thing like with other stuff too like exercise i don't really want to exercise but i need to because it's good for me and i should do it but yeah so okay, so the way I look at it, mm-hmm. and you're probably you probably are you probably are much farther ahead mentally than I am with this, but I, I would say if you align yourself, if you know why you want to achieve your goal, then everything else falls in line, right? So if you don't have that in mind, like if you're like you want to go for a run just to go for a run just today, just to run, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to have that much fun. But if you know that you're going to have more energy later, that you're going to be meeting a long term goal of having better uh, fitness and and working on your heart health and you know you like the the positive benefit mental benefits of the productivity it gives you and like the mental benefits of accomplishing something difficult that all come out afterwards and come from consistency then running the act of running itself will go from hard to actually enjoyable right right Agreed. so yeah so like every so like going out to hang with your friends you're just like i'm supposed to go hang out with my friends right but that's not like kind of strong enough in a sense yeah, um, yeah. A, no, a feeling to move sense. you out of being comfortable. Yeah, no, that that absolutely makes sense. But where's the time, you know? Because <laughs> I write yeah. down the list of what I want to do. And I think it's just hard. And I think a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. But I've been looking more into the idea of essentialism. It's like you look at all these great people that I like admire and you look at it in a very rose tinted way. Like, oh, my God, how cool would it be to be this person this streamer or this fucking entrepreneur but then like with that you don't look at what they've given up you know what i mean like you don't look at how many times they stayed in you know how many times they didn't go to uh, you know some social thing uh and the so sacrifices yeah and so people paint over that and it's like the big uh conflict is like am i willing to give that up truly like over the long run you know to uh, to commit to something and, and I don't know, you know, it's a hard question. I hope uh, as of right now, I, I am, but I don't know if it's a good thing in the short run. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, that's a different, I feel like that's a difficulty also, but that, make, that makes sense. I, I feel like that's just an, you know, it's, it'll be an ongoing problem. And I feel like the most, like the happier you are, the more comfortable you are not doing much about it. You know, like you're, you're super happy in general, just as you are like at any given moment, then there's not much about your life that you actually care to change. Um, and it take, probably take a lot to, for something to creep up and force you to change. And that manifests sometimes is like somebody gets way too overweight or something like that, or, you know, they lose their job because they're so lazy or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, and only at that point, because they were actually just so content for the most part with who they were and everything, it didn't change. And that's kind of think where, you know, you already want to be, um, as a phrase comes from was just that people are a lot more content than they let on, um. Not that it, that applies to you or the situation. No, totally. That that makes sense. But yeah, I think that's what I've got going is just being happy. I think that's sort of a fun. It's just it's I feel like a lot of it's a choice as well. Like sometimes I feel like I'm in a bad mood, but I can choose to be happy and then I end up being happy. <laughs> Whoa, it's it's weird. Sick. You know what I mean? Like if you fake 
if you fake smile a lot, then it turns real. It's so cheesy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But it's so true. It's like sometimes I'll go into a meeting or go into something with the with my headspace completely in a wrong area and the meeting goes terribly. I'm like, fuck, man, if I only was a little bit more cheerful then I could have, you know, like I, I don't want to use the word vibe, but I'm going to use the word vibe. You could create the vibe in your yeah. in the meeting. You That's know like- what I mean? Smoke a doobie. Grab a fucking Corona and just light up, dog. And the meeting will go <laughs> Squeaks great. at his board meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just a fucking ball. I have like an alternative ego and personality. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> uh, have you, have you, when's the last time you run? I haven't run you in ran? a long time, man. It's been like a week. <laughs> that's it's, it. doesn't sound like a long time, but it's, it's, uh, it's been a while for me just because I'm so, I've become so exhausted these this past yeah. week like i need and i know i if i went running it would be like i i would be so tired and like at work and and uh streaming and stuff so yeah it's yeah. been a while i need to definitely get back to it oh what's the value of running if you're okay on energy like uh, if you're still you're you're not tired without it yeah i mean i don't the only reason i run isn't because of energy actually like i think mm-hmm. that uh there's a lot of other mental benefits with running and i I really uh, would love to promote it to anyone listening, not just running, but to try new things in terms of like exercise or even diet. Rock climbing, you know, instead of watching Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, rock climbing. Well, <laughs> fuck me. Sorry for watching Star Wars. And it was, it was like a prequel to Haven't fucking... you seen it already? Like, yeah, what's a million going on? times, bro. But I'm in a what? movie club. So I get to choose the movie. And uh, we all agreed that. Every, we rotate on who chooses the movie, and I chose the entire Star Wars series like a fucking prick. So we're watching every single Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, all yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'm in, I want to be in this movie club. I know when we're going to watch every Star Wars. <laughs> wow. So, I should have joined that Star Wars club because I'm going to uh, – oh, wait, it's Wednesday today, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to like some um, like nerdy Star Trek – type escape room type thing i've never seen star trek or star wars what and uh <laughs> are you serious like, uh yeah going with uh marissa she's like the host of northern arena yeah and i love marissa i'm just gonna go ha- i just want to go hang out i was like i've never seen i've already i was very transparent i said i've never seen star wars but i do want to win so i just want to go and win you, wait is it star wars or star trek <laughs> you're pissing me off that you're using this i heard like half a breath but I think it's both. I don't know. It's uh, what's it's the difference? It's both. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what's the two different series, bro? Oh my god! Are no, I know, me? I know, I know. One had Spock, right? Star Trek. <laughs> yes, not one. Star Trek had Spock. Is an accurate statement? Are you serious? You Dude, don't. You've never uh, seen Star Wars. I used to work as like a. I used to design club uh, flyers for clubs. Mm-hmm. I used to like. I taught myself Photoshop when I was younger, and I just like fucked around. I used to make like, uh, club, uh, flyers and shit. And then, um, my club, like the guy who I worked for, was just the most even keeled personality ever, and just was not just not festive, not <laughs> exuberant. Just like always, just would walk up. Hey, what's going? On? <laughs> it's like the default like, character just, in Skyrim. <laughs> ex- yeah, it's just like an NPC, you know, just. And then he, and then on on Halloween he shows up, <laughs> and outside like outside the club at like one a.m. and I see my boss Mike, and he's just got Spock ears on, like the only thing he has on is his nose. 
funny. It was like someone. It was like someone put them on and didn't tell him. Like that's how <laughs> he wasn't even committed to it. Like he couldn't. He could have just worn like, like, "Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? This is my costume." <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's the most non-committal costume. Halloween costume I've ever seen. Wait. So wait. Hold up. You're going to an escape room that's Star Trek slash Star Wars yeah. themed. What does that yeah, even entail? Look. That's amazing. I gotta look it up. It's called uh, Proxima Command. It's like in Toronto. Yeah. Um, it's escape room plus video game plus Starship Simulator. Incredible. Um, My dream. Oh really? I don't that care. So, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you mean? What a waste, bro. I'm what? going to hang out with my friends, man. I don't know about any of this nerdy shit. Oh my god, shut the why are you acting like you're above it, bro? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I actually I'm totally down to watch them. The one thing I don't like about sci fi is not the I'm sure they're great movies. And they they are great movies. You can just tell by their they're they're listing on IMDb. Wait, Star Wars or Star Trek or is it just sci-fi? No, in Star general? Trek, that show. I know it's a TV show, and then Star Trek, Star Wars, the movie. Was there a Star Trek movie at all? <laughs> God, I can't. <laughs> was it popular enough that it had a movie? Or yeah, oh my God, <clears throat> yeah. There's been a Star Trek movie by uh, directed by uh, someone called J.J. Abrams. Oh, what really? Yeah, bro. Oh my Damn. god. How are you? You actually watch it though. You you actually might like it. Neutral. No yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the reason I don't watch sci-fi or like never am like motivated to watch a sci-fi movie for fun, it's because I hate seeing things that don't age well. Um and so like if I miss miss the boat or don't watch something when it comes out, or even if it does just come out right away, it really bugs me to watch a visualized representation of what like I might read in a book. That was like one of the main things I used to like when it comes to reading, I would let, like totally down to read um, anything science fiction or fantasy related. Sure, sure. But when it comes to like a, a TV show or movie, it actually bothers me so much to know that like in a few years, if I this this will look terrible, and then I like it right now. That sounds weird, right? But that's what bothers me about um sci-fi movies yeah that kind of makes sense but I, I i don't know you're not giving sci-fi movies enough credit like the only thing that's cool about them isn't the visuals there's also like some interesting like star wars visuals are bad now obviously uh, but like the old old movies but it's like a space opera there's so much shit going on like even watching them now it's hard to explain to uh, someone who's not been involved with the series about how awesome it is because it's there's so many ch- cheesy shit in there now, <laughs> you know, like the the visuals. But to in order to get like a holistic picture of like exactly what's going on in the new Star Wars, you have to watch the old ones. You know, they just bear in a few movies that may look ugly in order to appreciate the uh, latter ones. You know, you want to watch one tomorrow? Which one? What do you mean? And just like. Give me the commentary. On oh my it god! Watch it. <laughs> like a so spark notes. That's so cool. Yeah, live spark notes. <laughs> no, uh, dude, watch it. Oh my god. Um, watch what? Four? Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, just watch the first Star Trek by J.J. Abrams. You'll like it. Squeaks promises. Is it a movie? Yeah. It's okay. Just watch it. It'll be fun, and you'll like it, and, and we can talk about it next time. So the all the listeners hold Launders well, live. We already have we already have like ten people watching. I don't want to like lose those guys too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's like thanks, ma. <laughs> Nine now. <laughs> and speaking of respawn, recently announces announced that they're making a Star Wars game that's going to be revealed in April. 
Respawn, by the way, for the listeners who don't know, are the ones, the developers who made Titanfall and Apex Legends. Initial Hashtag thoughts. not an ad. Go ahead, yeah, Mongoose. Uh, I, I played the Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. The beta? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, got, that was the most controversial game that has come out in that, that year. I mean, I... I, do have I have a... no. I had no idea about any controversy surrounding it. I just. I think I tried the beta, so it was free. Yeah. Don't. And don't then... backtrack. This is like a NBA press conference. You're like, I did not. I was not aware. I want to apologize to all the. I wasn't listeners. given like a key or something. <laughs> no. I just. What it, it was. Uh, it was fun. Wait, wasn't it fun? Wait, wasn't fun? <laughs> What's my opinion, Squeaks? <laughs> Can you tell me how I felt about it? <laughs> I'm gonna. Wasn't it fun? No? I'm gonna lose nine listeners right now by what I'm gonna say. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered that game. <laughs> and well, guess uh, is what? Is that bad? Yeah, it's wait, wait, I, you're, why are the controversies going above my head and you're not filling me in? Okay, let me fill you in. And maybe the, the some of the listeners don't know. So the controversy during Battlefront 2 was that there was... Well, first of all, I, as to preface it, uh, Battlefront 1 was pretty much a flop. Like the gameplay was super, uh, you know, on the surface. There wasn't much depth to it or anything interesting. Uh, and uh-huh. Battlefront 2, what happened was gameplay was pretty good, but it was shrouded with bullshit abilities and star cards, which were like paid abilities. And they weren't even like, like, they weren't even like fun, like, oh my God, Commando Pro or whatever. They're like, no, grenades do more damage. Pay us $20 for it. <laughs> and so. Hold up, hold up. So a game like that, is it supposed to be, like, I guess it only, can you, like, could you even play, is it supposed to be a single player game with multiplayer on the side or was it all supposed to be multiplayer only it was mainly multiplayer there was a single player aspect that was a joke so but you can't make a game like that unless it continually has tons of people right for the because it was it was like a hundred people in a fucking server right no there was a ton of people man battlefront 2 still has a ton of people yeah but it was all paid like it was uh for a long time and and fans of like you're, you're tapping into two mad fan groups which is star wars fans and video game fans and they caused such a ruckus that ea before the game came out said cancel 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 sorry uh there's no paid system anymore uh here's we're just gonna lock it down completely (laughs) like like there's no like the progression you can't buy a star card anymore you can't pay it it was it sounds great but what happened was then it became the worst shit ever because you can still get those cards by random so it was completely random like you'd play and get a drop and a drop could be great so some people if you have the right star cards the game is so fucking easy because it gives you a ton of like your your op basically like it's so stupid um and then they revamped the system like a year later and they had to apologize and now the game's great. I think the game's really good now, which is sad because the view, the uh, player base dropped significantly. Which Gotta is ride a, that momentum, right? Like, exactly. Like Apex. Exactly. Like, yeah. So Respawn hopefully learned uh, their lesson from Battlefront. But that's what's, uh, it's going to be very exciting, I'm sure. I trust Respawn with my life. So it's going to be I'm good. Getting, I'm getting, I feel like I'm waning off of Apex already. Okay, you played Fortnite I, I, once I, on stream. I saw. I, I have. Uh, hey, that was just the bubbling up. You know, that's just uh-huh. the. That was just one of the signs. No, I, I. Like, there's nothing about the game I don't like. I would say nothing about the game I don't like. It's still like a really fucking well well made game and really fun. But just like I wake up every day and like some days I'm just like I want to go fucking I want to go home and play Apex and I haven't played, said that about a game in a long time. Um, and I'll play, but then I play for like 
like I guess a shorter amount of time each time. Maybe it's just playing with the wrong people, or so, I don't know. I I have no idea, but it's like I I don't get so I don't get so much. I guess because it doesn't feel as bad to lose or as good to win. Yeah, like less less addictive of it a bit. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I've never thought about that. But I don't know. I think that's also a good thing. It's better than Counter-Strike, where a loss feels so, like the end of the world because you commit no, an hour. No, that's good. It's good in a oh, way. It adds man. more intensity, but it makes people tilted. You know? This is this feels like the most game game I've ever played. Counter-Strike feels like real life, you know? <laughs> I want to yeah. get, get rid of that. I want more games, more fun experiences. Like, regardless of, yeah. of outcome, I know I'm going to have a blast playing Apex. And it's with the right people. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with it too. Like if you play with people that uh, I play with people who I think are really funny and my old CS buddies, and we just fuck around, man. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Great. The, uh, the, the well, so where does where does Dark Souls fall in that spectrum of games that are not that are like I mean, well, it is challenging, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like Counter Strike. I mean, it is tilting too. But you, I guess, because you like can just defeat a boss forever. Is that why it's okay that like you can eventually finish the game completely, so you don't really have to just? It's not like Counter Strike where you're in the fucking hyperbolic time chamber, just yeah. playing thousands of hours and just like with no particular goal in mind. After a certain point, just playing just for fun, just to lose. But every game is like will 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 either make you unhappy for the rest of the day or happy for the rest of the day. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. That Dark Souls has a finite end and a clear goal. Whereas Counter-Strike, your goal is sort of ambiguous. It's always ever-changing. You're like, I want to get better aim. It's not good enough. I want to get better positioning. I want to learn this, 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 and this. But Dark Souls, there's a clear goal. And I'm sure that has something to do with it, about me just having the patience to play it. But moreover, I think what Dark Souls does really well is, it's uh, first of all, it's a single-player game. So I think the art, the music, the mechanics, and everything just works so well. That I'm willing to just look around and get lost in the world as, as an immersion, maybe like an escape. But Counter Strike feels like I'm not escaping anything. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking in hell sometimes, you know, because of my teammates. Um, so your, your workmates follow you home and beat <laughs> yeah. your ass all minus. <laughs> oh my god! No, but Counter Strike sometimes feels like work, right? Like I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes some games, it, like I'm five rounds in, I'm like, fuck, this sucks. I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be in this game. Why am I playing it? <laughs> like, if I'm not deriving some sort of pleasure, it's like, this has become my work, and I don't want it to reach that point. And then you're also playing Black Mesa. Yes. Because uh, when did you first play, like, Half-Life? Holy shit, uh, dude. Years and years ago. I how think... old would you say you were? So, oh, my God. I was probably t- 11. Oh, fuck. Okay. Maybe. Uh, 12? 11? That age, it was the age I got. Um, so this is the same time around where I bought Counter Strike, my first copy of Counter Strike. It was, um, you won't believe this. It's actually unbelievable. But my dad used to travel a lot for business, and he went to like, God, was it like China or some shit, some some place where he bought bootleg copies of Counter Strike Source, like a Counter Strike set, which came mm-hmm. with a million CDs, a Half Life set which came with a million CDs, which included Half-Life 2. Um, and so I installed everything and would play, funny enough, Half-Life multiplayer was like my first game that I really liked in that Half-Life set. Half-Life DM? Yeah, the DM. It was so fun. I just thought it was yeah. super fun. Um, and then that's when I played Half-Life 1, uh, which I remember it being so fun. And like so like 
it was a first one of the first single pair games which was truly engrossing for me because i was like it just was like everything worked well i thought like the the space was really cool that we're in like a sciencey place games weren't really willing to traverse into that space uh, and so mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting, like little old me. And I sort of grew up with the Half-Life series. But Half-Life 1 has been forever, you know, has been memorialized in my mind. So playing Black Mesa, which I would think would be shitty because it's a, basically a fan-made thing, you know, surprised me in the best way possible. It's amazing. It's a recreation of Half-Life 1. If you haven't played it, you absolutely should. Uh, it's super fun and and really well-crafted. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's sort of like a good uh, trip back to memory lane. <laughs> you know it's so funny even though a developer could make a game terribly it's 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 there's something weird about playing a game that you know wasn't made by a game developer that might be better than the dev themselves whether it comes to expectations or just how you feel about some design decision because you it feels like it's being made by someone who's like you who's like maybe not giving it as much thought or isn't as good as like some highly paid game developer when that might not be true yeah, it's sort of like a preconceived notion. <laughs> like It's like a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, fans made Sonic Mania too. They've made so many good games. I should give them more credit. And they're making Half-Life uh, 2 Episode 3 that's in the works. So yeah, more credit to three. Them. That's amazing. And it sort of relates back to our Melee talk, you know? Sometimes the fans are the ones that have to, you know, project forward to make the game grow in both cases. I guess in Half-Life mm-hmm. and in Melee, if that's what they have in common, which is sad for the developers, but whatever. Yeah, that is sad. But yeah, fans are fans are like everything, man. Like It's fucking yeah, important. It's, it's crazy because there's so much uh, parody, parody between, like, fans and developers and then other onlookers who are on the outside who aren't fans and stuff and it's just it's such it's such it's so weird that they have to they're forced to have a relationship because they both need each other we need to (laughs) we need our developer to be good to us and the developer needs us to play the game and then you know we're all constantly just fucking talking with our like our teeth what's the uh, talking through like just through our teeth we're always pissed talking (laughs) through our teeth like always pissed off um and uh trying to trying to figure out a way to create like a mutually beneficial relationship while also expressing our anger and discontent for changes or yeah. just reactions or behavior and stuff like that i've sort of come with the notion i'd be interested to hear your views on it that game devs do not give a fuck about the players they just have to pretend sometimes yeah right? they have to fucking put yeah. on a mask <laughs> and we see that more and more recently as well like their game devs are clearly a business they clearly don't give a fuck look at the Diablo game, Diablo, what the fuck it's called on the phone. <laughs> All this oh, shit. Man. It's so fucking you know, sad. You know, I feel like they got to have re- re- regretted that, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I guess they just make so much money. It's like whatever. But like they didn't, there's no way they thought the reception was going to be that bad. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That was so fucking bad. Yeah. I was dude. like, I was like driving down the street with my buddy who <laughs> doesn't even play games anymore. And he's like... Yo, Blizzard's been fucking up, right? (laughs) (laughs) I heard they put Diablo on a phone. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? You don't even, like, play games anymore. No, but you're getting getting roasted by normies now. (laughs) Yeah, even the mainstream. Yeah, Yeah, it's fucked up. And, and like, speaking of fucked up, you know, sometimes I want to rationalize what game devs are doing, but, like, that there's some grand plan. But, honestly, I do think that Blizzard wishes they could take that back. Uh, God, you, you were showing me an article about uh what what developer was advertising where i'm sure you can introduce it better than i can oh the thq uh thq 
It was the uh, head of HR and the product development team did a AMA on 8chan. <laughs> um, and then obviously like, got, regretted it and had to do a lot of uh, fallout control, but uh, did the AMA, um, which how the how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> you know how hard it, it was so hard to I, I couldn't even I think I, I wanted to do one interview once I had to go through like I had to get my boss's boss's boss to like get an email back to me through a secretary just to be able to like find out if I was allowed to interview a certain person when I worked at Yahoo. Yeah. And uh, and then for THQ, this guy can just go fucking rogue and and end up on the on the fucking on the core of the internet like the underbelly of the motherfucking internet as the head of hr at a giant company <laughs> and have nobody tell him he shouldn't do it and do the whole ama alone how the fuck do all of these things happen at once like how how there's no justification bro <laughs> that is so inexcusable <laughs> i mean unless this is like the most fucking genius goddamn guerrilla marketing technique i've ever seen because maybe this is their way maybe thq is just playing fucking three-dimensional chess here dude like the fact that we're talking about what is it what game is it uh, fucking wait is there two-dimensional chess please? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> four-dimensional i guess all chess is three-dimensional <laughs> you know what I, why do you have to call me out like most people would just let that slide because then they think we're both idiots no. now they know the truth dude you're the fuck dude what are you talking about <laughs> no thq's the idiot don't turn it away from thq right, fucking yeah. advertising on 8chan don't gaslight thq dude. all right <laughs> i'm i'm pissed Good guys by the way we're sponsorship open so if you're <laughs> thq wants to reach out dude <laughs> i'll bite Fair my play. tongue <laughs> I'll write them good reviews, all of them. <laughs> That's right. What game is coming out from THQ? What is it? The Dark, uh, some RPG. I know. See, this is what happened. They did that. Now we're asking about what games they're making. That's what Jesus I'm saying. That, dude, they're so fucking. He is far playing three dimensional chess. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what, what I didn't call you out when you couldn't think of through the fucking skin of your teeth. You know, I just let it go. But here you, you are. Me out. But yeah, you didn't even realize. Anyways, so I did realize. <laughs> I don't know why I'm yeah. getting so defensive. I did uh, realize. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and and just so you guys know, you know Brock of THQ, who's an HR head of HR at the companies, does not condone child pornography, <laughs> white supremacy, racism in any shape or form. And, in uh, any way, sorry. shape, or form, like what <laughs> way, shape, or form is? I that don't know okay? what other kind of supremacies he might actually support, but we know it's white is not one of them. Yeah. That's that's out of out of line, you know. Yeah, only so. some shapes and forms of it, but not all, <laughs> not any. That's, uh, directly from THQ Nordic's Twitter. Yeah, what a fuck up, dude. There's some things that are just inexcusable. Like sometimes I like look at game companies. I'm like, oh, they're so smart and they're so like calculated. But then you hear stories like that, you're like. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, just like us. <laughs> like this is a big mistake. You know what a stupid shit. But what can you do? You know, Un unreal. Yeah, yeah. People don't change. People get older and they get better. Yeah, and they get more money and stuff. But uh, we like the. It's not that we all have child brains. It's that we're we're just kind of really good at at uh, at, at 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 hiding who we kind of are at our cores. Yeah, and we get more positions of power, and we're able to like talk down to people at a certain point like we could all you could all talk down to kids but when we were kids you know you your kids were your equal adults were gods like yeah, yeah that that changed for almost no reason in some ways like it's it's really strange it is but people don't really change they they get better jobs they can go to school 
it's funny it doesn't because mean they're my... smart it doesn't mean they're emotionally developed it doesn't mean like they're you know they work hard anything like that just a bunch of masks but my old yeah. boss said you know if, something really really smart and <laughs> i never forgot it it's like if you're an asshole when you're poor you're probably going to be an asshole when you're rich <laughs> i think that's true like people have this notion that you grow up you get money and you become a dick but it's like no nah, you're probably always a dick you know yeah dick you probably dick. just are a dick yeah. yeah you're probably just a dick yeah probably yeah, you know true. and that's why i think you could become maybe more of a dick but you were always a dick you know yeah you can now you can now be a dick and get away with it more easily and it might even help you yeah it helps people now it's <laughs> fucked up dude what the fuck yeah you ever feel it creeping on at all like dude i mean yeah like getting smarter <laughs> like knowing uh knowing more about things like do you, do you ever feel like you and just i mean knowledge is power and your yeah. ability to like and you work you work you see work in finance you we work with people or you know people who get into finance and they get in because they like to kind of step on other people or just like get ahead or yeah whatever is that is that something that uh comes because you go into finance something because that's something that comes because you want to get into finance oh it's a good that's a really good question honestly um i don't know if i would go as specific as finance i think there's douchebags and dicks everywhere <laughs> i don't know why i'm whispering that Dicks, pussies and assholes <laughs> yeah exactly all over all over and in many different industries um but i do think that you won't find so first first of all to address the first thing that you said that like when people get smarter or when people learn more sometimes they become more of have more of an ego i think that yeah. means they're not really getting smarter i think that there's when you ha become a dick it's probably because you're insecure about something <laughs> like people who are ultra masculine in my eyes are insecure about their masculinity which is like the most you know anti-masculine thing of all time right if you have to preach that you're an alpha yeah. you're probably a beta in, in other words so it's the same mm -hmm. thing when you're trying to put on a mask and portray something that's completely manufactured the opposite is often true in my experience and so if you really are knowledgeable uh, i think that wisdom should be secondary to that and so it's definitely meta to be somewhat self-deprecating at like to to for every person that meets you or something in the future for you to have to to be able to use self-deprecation to show that you are self-aware because it feels like that's almost a prerequisite to to figuring out whether or not you can like somebody mm -hmm. at the, at this point cuz there's some people that show no no ability to be self-reflective and that's like that's 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 almost where it begins and ends like if you are self-reflective then almost everything you can you say is it, it can be taken lightly just like as fun uh, as something funny but if you can't show that you're you have any level of self-awareness then you're going to be just like thoroughly unlikable or you might just be like this dick or asshole or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to be, yeah. If, I, yeah, and it's fucked up because you have to, you kind of have to show that you are self-aware. Self yeah. <laughs> that you are a self-aware entity. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like it's, everyone's fucked up in some way. Like some people just wear it on their sleeve and I think that's the way to go. Like I feel like um, even in my, I struggle with it a little bit, but like embrace how bad you are in certain ways i think that's what i think you said it really yeah great. that's your whole life you know yeah. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> no you do a fantastic that's that's the one thing you do really well <laughs> you know i'm glad you that, that you know you know i'm glad that you're really personifying this vape persona you know you really are just going out of your way you really are just very proud of being a little bit of a douche so good for you
Are you, did you just vape right now? No, I didn't. What are you talking about? I, didn't. Oh I would be so pissed. That's why we need to do the video podcast, dude. Just oh, so I can, can hold you accountable for every fucking bubblegum vape that you do. Or Jolly it's Rancher. fucking walnut, dude. That's, uh, I like Jolly Ranchers, too. That's one of the best sweets. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. top three candy, go. Don't even think about it. Go. Snickers, Jolly Rancher, Nerds. Ew, bro. Wait, you made me just say dude, everything fat. Nerds? You go, go, go. Three. Three of them go. Oh, okay. Milky Way, Skittles. What the fuck? <laughs> you didn't even let me. You had in. all of my. You had mine to use as a cross reference. You had time in between. You've installed. I mean, like, oh, okay. Dude, you, you took so many seconds to say Milky Way. <laughs> it's your number. Would you start from the back? No, that's that's a good. So they generally candy. top ten, or what are you saying? Okay, wait, hold on. I I just wanted. If there to tell was no people. other fucking. You think anybody would be happy except you if there was not. <laughs> Any other chocolate bar or candy in a store except for a Milky Way? Milky Way is delicious. You'd be the only fucking happy person on Dude, the planet. Dude, oh my god. This fact that you'd you're be just the only person on the planet. insulting me about my food choices is is frankly offensive. You know well, as well as I. Food, some of it's not. No, it's, it's I'm not fighting. Dude, your, your argument is invalid. I'm so pissed that people are backing you up too. You know, I need some squeakers. The fact, okay, for all the new listeners, God, yeah, I don't know where my at. <laughs> wondering why they're not rallying behind you. <laughs> no, because it's bullshit. The fact that people were pretending you have an oh. argument behind cauliflower pizza not being a pizza is fucking, it's baseless at best. Anyway. Uh, yeah, baseless it's... like cauliflower is. <laughs> No, uh, it's it doesn't matter. Oh my god, I'm not. Don't let me. Don't even wind me up right now, bro. Well, Fucking man. keep You're keep vaping your walnuts. White toxic. No, right. that's you. But you you continue to attack. What's up? My, my, my if you continue to attack my community, I'm gonna have to write a complaint. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? I'm not. I'm not fighting. Listen, I'm completely honest. Okay. I'm gonna tell Nathan. Don't. He's gonna edit me out. It's just gonna be you talking to yourself. <laughs> Fuck. That'd be more interesting. Oh, what? No oh, way. Sorry. You just, I feel like you had just alley ooped to me that one. No, you, I felt bad about that one. But literally, don't even worry about it because slowly of. but surely, I'm going to be taking over the show. It's going to be my name and lights, baby. You will be secondary <laughs> to me. <laughs> It'll be Squeaks featuring Launders, not the other way around. You'll see. Surely but surely. I mean, surely. <laughs> what? <laughs> surely? What's the phrase? It's like the idiot detective. Yeah. It's, it's like Detective Pikachu. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. I've got it. <laughs> that's, that's what he knows going wrong. Oh, my God, dude. Your Jim uh, Bean is showing, dog. <laughs> yeah, you must have finished that beer tonight. No, I'm I, I'm like halfway. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was kidding. I know you don't finish beers. No, I drink it like a gentleman. I don't. I'm not in a rush, you know? Um, I'm gonna say something. I forgot. All good. I'm just here with my fucking mic, dude. You know what? I'm gonna bring up something else controversial. Fuck it. Yeah. So to all the viewers that are or listeners, so launders. So okay, tell me if I'm wrong. You know, interject if I'm wrong at any point. Feel free to cut me off. You are. Go ahead. Okay. So don't cut me off there. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, so pizza is one of those things that you can have. It's a beautiful food because. You can have it for any meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. But the one thing that's unique about pizza is the temperature changes it completely. So for breakfast, cold pizza, obviously, for obvious reasons. Lunch, you can have hot or cold. But dinner, you can only have hot pizza. But Launders here before the fucking podcast is having cold pizza for dinner. 
It's a lot of work to warm up pizza again. <laughs> you know, properly. What do you mean? You're trying it's to get hard. to cooking streams and shit, bro. This is a step in the I'm, right direction. Dude, my time is money, man. I, I, I gotta. If I'm gonna stream and stuff like that, don't, like, don't play shit. the victim again, dude. Man, you're sitting pre- here shit chatting. I unplugged my microwave. All right, if I gotta preheat the oven and then heat it up for 20 minutes and then put the pizza in and then heat it up again. Why did you unplug your done. fucking microwave? I don't like microwaves. Something gross about it. I try to use the stove and oven as much as possible. Really? Yeah. Wait, so you're calling me like vegan hippie bullshit and you're not using a microwave? Wait, I don't fucking eat the stove. What are you talking <laughs> you about? Not, I'm not vegan, by the way. I want to put that on record. <laughs> I have also, been. you use the microwave, so where's this going? Yeah, so what I'm saying, I use a microwave. Like, if I was in your situation, I'd have the fucking pizza. I'm just thinking it's gross that you have cold pizza for dinner. I don't think that's, it's a very cultured move of you, dare I say. It's my fucking life. I can eat cold pizza. And I can have cauliflower pizza and consider totally it a different. goddamn pizza. You would eat pizza. cold pizza. What do you mean? You would eat cold pizza in the morning. Yes, I would for the morning. But the temperature is very key in terms of pizza. It's important. It changes the flavor. It's like having a warm yeah. bagel versus a cold bagel. Get Go for the warm one. Yeah, sure. I mean, but you just but you said you would eat cold pizza for the morning. In the morning, yes. Would you eat a, Would you eat the cold bagel over a hot bagel ever? No, that's why pizza is exactly. unique. That's why, that's why it's unique. unique. Perfect. But not for dinner. <laughs> dinner. You why have not hot for pizza. dinner? Why is that? It's just the way it is. You know, it's just. It's just so some... what if pizza was the first thing I ate today and the last, then... and it's still breakfast? <laughs> it's, what? No, breakfast have, it has its time limits. Don't even get me started, dude. You're gonna wind breakfast me up. Breakfast is when you wake up. No. Uh. No. You can wake yes. up at dinner time. Yeah, exactly, and have breakfast. That's the first meal of the day. You're just wrong. I'm I'm sorry to say. Breakfast doesn't have to do with the time outside in the world. It has to do with your clock. No, it has to do with your sleep. It has to do with when you wake up. When you wake up, you eat breakfast. Don't make a statement out of breakfast, dude. That's all breakfast has in common. Everybody who wakes up eats breakfast first. No, that's that's not true. Uh, That's right. Wake up at 11 p.m., have breakfast. Hey, man, don't hate on people. Who's, who've got, uh, not hating on people. You know, <laughs> you're hating on you're hating on people who got night shifts. You know, they gotta so wake up to 11 break. p.m. They want to have breakfast. They want to have breakfast. They went to they went to bed having dinner at 7 a.m. and now they want <laughs> oh breakfast. Or are they supposed to eat breakfast before bed? You're it's, just it's just wrong. I'm sorry to say it. it's wrong. And if you wake up at 11 at breakfast, then you can have cold pizza. But you did not do that, okay? You've had a full day. Oh, so now you can wake up after the sun is down and eat cold pizza, and it's totally fine. For yes, dinner. yes, because it's breakfast. It's not dinner. Don't say dinner. Stop. This is. I'm getting heated. I'm sweating. I broke a sweat in this conversation, so it's you not go good for. You probably go for a cold pizza right now and <laughs> not God. a hot pizza. You know what? And maybe I'll put some cauliflower crust on there and make the fucking shit yeah. on top. And maybe of it. you can leave. And maybe you can leave, sir. <laughs> and maybe... Introduce you to the door. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kick me. Um, <laughs> it's super good. You can have it any time of day. Yeah. Now, I will end it to you. Lil Wayne's one of my favorite lyrics from Lil Wayne. Hmm? Wake up early in the morning, eat that pussy like cold pizza. But <laughs> you can still eat it whenever you'd like. It tastes exactly the same, satiates your hunger. You can put hot sauce on it um, at while it's cold, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's got it's 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 uh it's got a lot of structural integrity when it's cold, so it doesn't doesn't flop around like when it's hot. You don't have to wait for it to go between that too hot period and that too hot cold too cold, too cold period to uh-huh. eat it. You save on uh, dishes. You save on time. 
and uh, it gets the job done. Cold pizza, any time of day. Good for you. Honestly, Thank you. you're wrong, but great speech. <laughs> you know? You're absolutely wrong, but we'll just agree to disagree. You know, One of us is right, and the other one is you. Right. So. so another debate in the books for me. <laughs> That's and, not uh, we'll true. You can't just say can. that. You, honestly, I want people to tweet at Squeaks15, at Launders, about this yeah. pizza debate because I'm frankly disappointed. All of the fucking smart intellectuals out there you know, mm-hmm. let me know how wrong Launders is that he doesn't consider, first of all, cauliflower pizza as pizza. He doesn't think that's a pizza. And second, how he thinks fucking cold pizza is okay for any fucking meal. He's I wrong. I think you're really overestimating how many friends you have right now that are. This is cauliflower pizza audience that you think exists. <laughs> this just goes deeper and deeper. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you insinuate this? No, I think you'd be surprised, honestly. We've got a lot of squeakers out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think... Oh, my God. <laughs> I you know there's like... Okay. What? What do you uh, have? You know? I, I just... I think it's a, a very slim demographic. <laughs> yeah, but in, <laughs> intellectual, like... there's not that many smart people on the earth, so thank you. We'll take oh, it. Yeah, just called everybody that likes you dumb. No, I did the opposite. <laughs> uh, you're so quick to make me the villain. No wonder people are so toxic to me. I'm I'm always the victim, dude. You're the fucking bully. Yeah, you sound very. This is this is getting depressing at this point. <laughs> uh, anybody really want to be entertained by somebody who just first of all eats chiropractic pizza and then amazing oh my god he cares about his health holy shit call the police dude he starts he's getting rid of carbs sorry you can still get a fucking gluten-free crust you're all up in arms about it (laughs) yeah it's funny because we got mcdonald's (laughs) the biggest biggest and it was your idea yeah, because I haven't had McDonald's in a while, dude. That Oreo McFlurry, that shit's a Tell them what you wrong. ate. Yeah, tell them what you ate at 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. is pretty impressive. Oh, I was I was up. You were up? Was it 2 a.m.? Oh, it was yeah, like 11. 11. 11. 11. That's it, like it, the 2 a.m. of Squeaks. It life, really, yeah. Dude, that's like 4 a.m. for me if I sleep at like 9, which is 9.30 right now, but that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? We had the launders and I were playing Apex, I think. And then yeah. uh, we decided, I was like, hey, I want to get food. And you're like, I want to get food, too. And then we decided That's collectively, like. yeah. like, hey, Squeaks, uh, I think food sounds like <laughs> it's like Obama. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> uh, food sounds pretty good. <laughs> I, can, uh, I concur. Uh, so we decided to get McDonald's and then uh, I shared what I ordered, which was 10 piece chicken nuggets, uh, Oreo McFlurry and medium fries. And I had to be the one to tell him not to eat a McFlurry at 11 p.m. before, well, after he's two hours, been up way too late and has to go to bed. What's wrong with that? This guy finished it before he got out of the car. I was steering with my knees. I was fucking, (laughs) (laughs) I was full on McFlurrying home, dude. It was so good. That's just the best at any time of the day, okay? Except breakfast. But, (laughs) yeah, only melted McFlurries for breakfast. I'm down for it, you know, honestly. I love that shit. Oreo McFlurries in particular just have a really soft spot in my heart. All right. um, You should go to bed. You know what? I think that's a great idea. It's way past my bedtime. 10 30 for you. 9 30. Oh, 9 30. Okay. Yeah, super late for squeaks. But we'll see you guys next week for another episode. Might do it. Might do that one live. Might prepare prepare some stuff. 
So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm you're hip. so this is the Jim Bean. I'm, hit, I'm hiccuping so much. You're so. Drunk. We we need okay. Here's what you could tweet us because we might not answer as many questions. We do something live. We uh we'll probably do a Q and A segment after we end the stream. So there's a reason for you to be there and be in chat where we can talk about questions that we talked about in the podcast. And we end that officially for the vod. Um, and then what we what would be great for you to tweet us is suggestions for how to make the live stream um, for, for how to make it important that we do a live stream. Why why should we do it live? Why should we do it on Twitch? Why should we do it with a chat? Can we is there any way that we can involve um, the chat and people there? Or if you feel like there's cool interactive formats that you can think of that you feel like aren't being done. Because I know as a casual onlooker um, who was like on YouTube, I always thought I could change people's YouTube channels. I always thought like oh if they just did this one thing they don't see right now. They could, uh, they could, they could have a much better channel. So if you have those thoughts about this uh, podcast, go ahead, spill the beans. Let us know what you think, and then we'll definitely at least think about it, and hopefully can impl implement some of that stuff. And thank you to the people who have been reaching out on Twitter. Uh, it's been awesome. I feel like you know we've gotten a good range of comments and uh, a couple of homies participating, which I love to see. Uh, and then once again, the, our Twitter handles, Launders is at Launders, and then mine is at Squeaks15, S-Q-U-E-E-X-1-5. And tweet us anything, you know? Truly. Except for dick pics or like anything like related. Any no, don't dick pics, on the do, internet. do not no. send yeah. dick pics to Launders. Please to do not yeah. do that. He hates Wait, it. Yeah. But send wait, what are you trying to do <laughs> wait, here? What? <laughs> send pictures to of toes to launders. <laughs> a toes a toe, am I right? Alright, goodbye everybody. Bye. Bye.